How many people do we encounter on a daily basis? Have you ever taken the time to consider what those people are going through? The dreams, aspirations, fears, and challenges that are faced each day make every individual unique. Can our understanding, our interactions with these individuals, help them overcome the mountains that are faced each and every day? We think so, because it's the little things that can make a big difference. And here's Mitch and Jake. Welcome to The Little Things with Mitch and Jake. Jake just talked about episode 22, kind of wrapping up season two here. What are we thinking? Season two is is in the books, as they say, man. Uh, I can't believe we're recording number 22 already. It seems like just yesterday we were getting together and throwing this wild idea out there. And now here we are, 22 episodes in, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, no, really looking forward to uh, the opportunity to continue to move forward and have just really appreciated the support we've had along the way. I mean, we look at how many downloads. We're over 3,000 now, uh, downloads in our, our seasons and just our sponsorships and people just stepping up left and right to, to support our cause. So it's it's really been enjoyable. It's been a blast, and that's that's the biggest thing too is is the takeaway and, and some of the conversations that have stemmed from from our recordings and our thoughts and and just to see that and hear that feedback and those emails and messages man it just it makes your day it it, it lifts you up so we've at least i've had a, a blast with it well and you've had some exciting news this last week with a release of something you want to tell our our crew uh, about that yeah yeah absolutely i appreciate it um so over on my blog it's just jake.com um one of the things that I write about a lot and something that I've learned over time is, is just expressing and showing gratitude. So what I did was created a digital workbook. It's called the seven day gratitude challenge. And what it is, is it's a digital workbook. It takes you through a set of questions every single day for a week. And it's available on amazon.com right now. Again, it's digital format. So all you got to do is is one click and, and buy now and you have access to the workbook and what those questions are designed to do is essentially help you slow down and and reflect you know we're, we're going through a really tough time right now with everything in the outside world and and life is kind of shut down in a sense and there's a lot of noise and a lot of anxiety and stress being created and what the the workbook is designed to do is to help you slow down and and find the things to be thankful for and and to appreciate each and every day still. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I got. I just released it about a week ago, and the feedback's been uh, phenomenal so far. So, um, again, yeah, the seven day gratitude challenge. You can just type that into the search bar on Amazon, and it'll pop right up. Lovely. Thanks for sharing, Jake. I can't wait to to dive into that. Throughout this season, we are going to be talking about things that make life meaningful. The folks at Northwestern Mutual strive on helping you to find those things. Certified financial planner Luke Bruns has been with Northwestern Mutual since 2009. He strives to protect what matters most for your family. For more information, contact us at thelittlethings.mitchandjake@gmail.com. Our main goal is to show you that by appreciating the little things in life and understanding what the people around us are enduring, we can increase everyone's quality of life. Jake, always excited about this episode. It's the second one we've done, and we've had great reception. It was tough picking some of the questions, but we finally uh, narrowed it down to some ones that we like, a little question-and-answer session. Uh, what are your thoughts going into this? 
Can't wait, dude. It's it's uh, one of the funner and one of the lighter ones that that we did uh, as we wrapped up season one. So again, these are just questions that are fielded from you guys, the listener. Um, we've had some text messages and some emails sent, and some very good questions here. So Mitch and I are gonna dive in and and rattle off what we think, man. Looking forward to it. We're gonna start. Uh, care of her why uh, my my sister-in-law actually sent us uh, a few questions uh kind of liked it start off uh with just something a little lighter and then uh, we've definitely got some deeper questions to really dive into jake so we're going to start with this right now <coughs> um talking about coronavirus and covid19 and the the changes that have been made not only to us as uh professionals but our, our personal life and different things like that and she asked some questions on that uh, what is your change in your typical routine um, and what have you kind of done to, to fill the void so far Jake it's definitely been a switch up as as it's been for all of us um, and I, I had a routine right before this this all started to happen and then things got really thrown for a loop so I've been working at home this is my fifth week now that I've been working from home so used to waking up every day and showering and heading to the office and then coming home after a hard day's work well now it's i i wake up and walk about eight steps to my office here in the living room so it's definitely switched up it's it's made it um tough to to get up and get moving a little bit i make sure i do each and every day um one thing i've made sure to do is get outside um no matter what every single day whether it's just out on, on the patio and, and taking a couple minutes out there or going on a walk, I have to get outside and get some fresh air and, and get the legs churning. Um, another thing which you'll appreciate is the amount of groceries that I've bought. Amen, I brother. Never, <laughs> I never thought I would buy this many groceries in my entire life. Um, so I've been cooking and making some different meals um, as well too, which has been fun to experience and uh, uh, experiment with, although... I've maybe flubbed a, a recipe or two, but uh, it's all good. So that's that's kind of some stuff that I've changed in, in how my routine has switched up a bit. Do you ever uh, get any speeding tickets on your way into work in the morning? Oh, no, never, dude. I'm always always early, always on time. What What's the saying? If you're not five minutes early, you're late. Something yeah, like that. Huh. that was when <laughs> you're in college and a coach was after you about getting on time and all that stuff. But I think that pertains uh, uh, still, but... As far as my routine goes, I'm still going out to the school and stuff and enjoying that. Uh, not there as long, but I'm not going to lie to you, Jake. I struggle a little bit with anxiety from time to time, and the reason for that is uh, unstructured. just drives me crazy. Uh, I struggle the most with my anxiety in the summer because I don't have that structure. I don't go to school from this time to this time and have activities at night to keep my mind off things and you know there's nothing that's really sprung on me well it's really like we've dove in in regards to structure it's like we've dove into summer vacation a couple months early so I was struggling with that quite heavily there for the first two three weeks and you've heard that term a lot the new normal and now I think we're finally starting to to get into it but there's been a lot of good changes in the routine once you've overcome that and you know uh she asked her at the second part of that question, what are we doing to fill the void? And what I'm doing to fill the void is, I mean, yeah, we've had some Zoom meetings and uh, talking with some friends a little bit more, connecting with people that we haven't uh, talked to a lot. But, 
I just kind of fill the void with the people that I have in my house, uh, family members. We go outside more. We spend more quality time together, and you're forced to do that, but you find out that uh, you you certainly enjoy it. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. It's not a perfect answer or scenario, but I think we're we're moving forward, and I've I've really liked uh, the change, I guess. You know, the Zoom meetings have been really fun. Uh, you know, you and I were fortunate to hop on with the fellas and and catch up uh, a couple of weeks ago, which was really fun. And then uh, my family and I, we got together one night and actually played Scategories over a Zoom meeting. And that was that was super fun uh, just to try something different and play a family game and, and laugh a little bit. Uh, that was really fun, too. So the Zoom meetings uh, do help out a lot. And I'd be curious if your listeners are, are hopping on some of those as well, too, and, and would love to hear your experiences there. I'm just kind of interested, uh, looking back, I'm going to I'm gonna uh, put you on the spot here, Jake, a little bit with this. Um, looking back on your routine and how things were going, what part of it, it seems unnecessary now, where you're kind of like, geez, I can't believe that I spent that time away from, because really what you're doing right now is necessity. I mean, one, staying safe, and two, being with, being with and talking with people that you really care about. But it wasn't like that when you were busy and you were in a routine. Like you said, we got on Zoom meeting and talked. Why couldn't we do that? prior to that so my question to you what do you look back on now you look back on it and say like geez I spent a lot of time doing that when I really didn't need to it wasn't important one one thing that comes right to mind is distraction and what I mean by that is you know I work I work hard at, at my job and when you go to work and, and go to the office and then come back um, home like I normally was before all this started to happen. Um, I would find myself just distracting um, when I got home. You know, after a long day's work, the last thing I wanted to do was, was uh, you know, maybe write a little bit for the blog or, or the workbook that I put together. You know, that, that stuff didn't start to happen until um, I was forced to work from home. And when you're forced to work from home, um, it puts a little different perspective on things, and I found I find myself more focused. I guess is what you could say. Because, for instance, I used to distract myself with um, social media, for say, let's example. Um, you know, I'd get home and hop on and check all the the media channels and try and get caught up, right? Well, now I don't do that because what is you know what's all on these social media channels? Well, it's it's the COVID updates and how many people um, that we've lost and the number of cases and everything that's going on in Sioux Falls here now. And it creates that, that anxiety that you talk about. It creates that stress and, and just kind of a, a, a negative energy field, if you will. So I've completely stayed away from that. And what that's enabled me to do is to kind of dive in and, and reflect. And, and I've been writing a ton. Um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the seven day gratitude challenge workbook, um, I was able to finish that up and, and felt really good um, before publishing that. Um, I have an exciting uh, a new project that I'm working on as well, too, that um, I'm really pumped about, and I've been able to direct more of my time there as well. So um, I would say I just decided to distract myself less and, and really focus in on um, stuff that matters. See, I'm going to completely 
turn that around a little bit and um finances man uh i didn't because you just you just do you just do you get busy you don't really think about what you're spending your money on and geez i think the money that we just spent on i don't want to say nonsense because it's the way we like to live our life and i wouldn't say that it made us happy but it's just things we did we never looked at it and uh, you kind of look back on it and you're kind of homebound for the most part. We still do takeout and stuff like that, but the money you save from not just doing this or that, and you're not really able to, I hope it sticks because we don't really need that stuff in our life to make us happy. We've proven that. I mean, we're happy right now with how the things are, but I guess that would probably be my biggest change that I've seen that I would like to, but that can, that's going to bridge us right to this next question. What changes have you seen in society or your close circles that you'd like to see stick after this uh, whole pandemic's over? I think one you mentioned right there is just reaching out and, and really spending that time with, with your friends, with your close friends and family. Uh, you know, we're, we're in confined spaces right now and we're finding different ways to utilize um, the family time that we have right now. And I think that's, that's big. Um, something that needs to stick is just, uh, you know, we talk about relationships all the time on this podcast, Mitch. That's something that needs to stick is, is, is that effort that's put into the relationships, you know, and, and connecting all of us. We're connected by our stories and, and laughing and, and being there for people and supporting each other. And, and we've had to do it more than ever now um, during this pandemic and everything that's going on. So that's one thing that sticks out right away is just the relationship and, and staying staying connected with those those people closest to you. I agree with that. Uh, Cher and I and the kids went out on a walk. I don't know, it was about two weeks ago and it was really nice one of those days. And it was unbelievable. We walk quite a bit. We're outside enough. Uh, Sherry, sometimes you got to really get her to get outside and stuff. But when we go on a walk, we really do enjoy our time doing that. And we like to think that we take quite a few of them in the summer. That day when we went a couple weeks ago, I've never seen that many people outside. Never. Every yard, kids and families were playing catch. They were playing games or sidewalk chalk. I've never seen that many people outside. It was refreshing, wasn't it? Yeah, and you wonder why, and it, it makes sense. I mean, the answer to that why is is pretty simple. That just the the complexity of life has been gone. I mean, other than the finances and you know folks that are are struggling economically with with all this and the stress of it. But as far as like things to do and being busy, it has completely went out the window, and life is simple in that sense. And you know that's what you do for fun. I mean, we've spent four times as much time outside even when it's cold outside we go outside one because i can't sit still but two it's just enjoying those little things you're not you're not looking to go to the rec center to go swimming or go grocery shopping which i will say that's going to be something that comes back i miss taking my two little girls and going grocery shopping i it's just something i always do sundays and i miss that but it's just not as complex does that make sense Absolutely. The the simple things, the little things, man. It's, you know, when you were talking about that, it reminds me of, you know, before, you know, all this technology and, and all this stuff to distract us and, and entertain us, you know, before that, what did people do? What did we do when we were kids, Mitch? We were outside all the time. We were playing in the dirt. Um, I was making, you know, mini farms and, 
and many many dairy uh you know dairy farms out in my gravel you know right outside the door and me and my sisters would play out there and you know I'd go with my dad when he's in the field and just spend hours out there you know and it was it was so simple but it was so refreshing and I just really really enjoyed it and you kind of get away from that you know as as we grow up and evolve and then you know technology creates all these distractions and entertainment and and uh now like you said when when we have the opportunity we're cooped up in the house all day what do we want to do we want to get out and we want to spend time with our family we want to be outside and and walk around and enjoy the sun and, and whatnot so i think that's big time man and i i've really enjoyed it too have you seen that commercial that nature valley commercial where uh the kids are interviewed about what they're doing growing up and all this stuff and the people that are listening to the interview are the mom and the grandparent I've not. Oh, it's gut-wrenching, man. And I know it's kind of built up. It's it's theatrical, but it I'm going to send it to you after we get done here. It's uh check it out. It's uh Nature Valley. It's that granola bar. Uh it's a commercial and they talk about just yeah, because when they talk about what they did when they were kids, you know, the grandparents and the 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 parents are talking about being outside and doing this and doing that and the little things and most all the kids just talk about video games and being on their phones and I don't know and it just like makes the parents just cringe and I yeah we'll watch it after we're done with this but viewers check it out it I mean it just makes your stomach tie in knots but it's the way that I guess our uh, our society is kind of going but I do have a question here from Marshall Miller uh, student taught him actually when I was at Hanson. He's a good kid doing some good things. I believe he's in Mankato, uh, Minnesota right now. I think that's where he went to college, and I don't know if he stuck around there or not, but uh, doing some pretty good things uh, for himself. Here's the question. You guys talked about the mountains and hills we climb in our life, and in reality, there are mountains and hills to climb daily. But like all things, we only have so many resources, time, money, sanity, etc., to expend towards climbing these mountains. So my question is, how do we go about choosing which mountains to climb and which battles to fight? That's a great, great question, Marshall. Um, what I would say is choose wisely, and that might be a simple answer, but choose, um, you know, choose the, the battles and, and the mountains um, to the ones that you care about most. What I mean by that is, is you have you have things you're passionate about, you have things you value, you have people that you love and, and value as well too, and that should be in in your core. That should be a part of your foundation. If you can picture a target, well, in that middle circle of that target, that's a, that should be your your relationships, your people, um, your faith or belief system, and your your core values and the foundation that you build your life around, and all of the different things that are getting thrown at you all the different mountains the peaks and the valleys and and the battles you know that like you said that we go through daily well the ones that are closest to that center on that target that's the ones that you need to focus on and that would be my advice to to any of any of the listeners is is staying true to to who you are and and your core values and and your beliefs and then abiding by those things and taking care of of the things that matter to you um, you know, we've talked about it on this, this podcast many times, including today, you know, with, with distractions and entertainment and, and the people that we surround ourselves with, it needs to be, 
we need to pick the the battles and, and climb the mountains that mean the most to us is is how i would answer that question yeah and here's the toughest part about all that jake is emotions play a huge role we we feel we need to act when emotions are high and a lot of situations that we come across aren't that important but they're very emotional and they test us and we want to act right away because we we want to deflect that emotion and don't get me wrong some of the mountains that I have in my life involve my wife and you know maybe we're in a disagreement or something like that but what I've found is bouncing ideas and things off of her and my scenarios and she gives me a different perspective because we think very very differently and that's good I mean it's very good and I know Marshall uh I don't know if he's married yet, but he's got a, a pretty serious girlfriend. And uh, that's, I guess, my thing with you, Marshall, and just really anyone that's listening, is you got to have people in your life to bounce things off of. Because, uh, yeah, my mind perceives things very differently than a lot of other people, and I might not be looking at the whole situation. And to get some perspective, I think, really helps us with what things we need to because she'll just tell me straight up. She'll just be like, man, eh, that's not really that big a deal. Okay, well, I'm emotional about it then. I'm glad that I talked to you because I would have acted right away um, with this. But uh, I just, I've learned. I'm not 100% there, but time's on your side too. I mean, I think a lot of us want to act so quickly uh, because we want to deal with it and we want to show progress in whatever we're dealing with. But take your time. Look at all avenues. Um, take a step back and and try to put mo- emotions aside. Although it's extremely tough. Yeah, that's that's a really good point, Mitch. And to piggyback off that, just just slightly, and this is coming from an emotional guy. Like I I kind of ride ride my emotions at times too. But I I have I've I've been grounded before and and found kind of a um, a sense of of being able to control those emotions um, by just breaking it down and, and breaking it down and slowing down specifically, like taking the time to reflect like, okay, is this actually important? Is this a big deal? Is this fight that we're having, is it, is it, should it truly be a fight or is, is something else causing it? You know, and, and um, I guess what, what I've done to try and um, put some of those emotions at bay is, is slow down and, and reflect and ask myself some questions. And again, that's coming from from an emotional guy here, um, but it, it certainly helped me. I, I try not to let my my emotions control me by by slowing down and, and trying to grasp them, in a sense. I like it. I like it. Um, you know, uh, our last question today kind of goes back on a lot of this too, because I think sometimes when we're when we're climbing those mountains, we feel like rugs are pulled beneath us a lot of the times and we feel hopeless and we've talked a lot about hope and and what that really means for us but what do you do Jake if you're down a path of what you feel is meaningful I think we've both been on that where we just feel like we're doing what we need to do and it just disappears right in front of us um Wiley Scalise sent that to us you know he's kind of dealt with some things over his life and uh, a good guy and just keeps battling away and he's going to Actually, I just heard he's got an opportunity in front of him right now, and I'm happy for him. Uh, he's a good guy. And But really, though, what what do you do if you're down this path that you just think is the right path for you, it makes you happy, and it disappears, the rug's pulled right under you? 
Yeah, it's a it's a great question, and and two things came to mind right away, Mitch. Um, one was a buddy of mine once said that you know when you're going down this path and you think it's the path that you're on, no matter what, that you need to stay on this path, and when you get veered off, you know when you take a when you take that right-handed turn and you're supposed to go straight, well, that right-handed turn actually leads to a better destination and and more fulfillment and more purpose so the thing that you were so so focused on and and so driven by if you get veered off that path oftentimes what happens is actually better than the original plan um and i had a friend tell me that one time and it was it was pretty eye-opening uh because it ties into my story a little bit which we've talked about and to just put a, a a tiny perspective into that um I thought I was on a very, very like direct and meaningful path. Um, I had everything a young adult could ask for living up in North Dakota. Um, I was young and successful and, and confident and on top of the world, if you think. And I said, I want to go on an adventure. You know, I want to drop everything and go on an adventure. And when I did that, I just didn't think of anything that could go wrong. You know, I'm like, man, I've been on this path. Everything is going the way it should be, I, I feel just ultra good, you know, invincible in a way almost. I'm going to continue on this path. So I went on an adventure and, and dropped everything and moved. And then that that path pretty much disappeared. Um, but to circle it back around, what it's led me to is so much more meaning in my life, so much more purpose in my life. Um, I learned a lot. I, I've circled back around. Um, got my confidence back and started believing in the things that I was working towards um, started my my website blog and and our podcast Mitch and just had my first publication so um, that path that I was on when the rug got taken out from underneath my feet um, when that path disappeared it actually led me to a much better thing see and I'm right with you there I, I think that my situation is very similar where you think you're going, everyone's happy. And I remember that week after uh, I didn't get the job in, in Waverly and I, I moved on and I just thought like, geez, I saw my kids there and stuff. But at the end of the day, it turned out to be much better. I like the situation I'm in. I've had a, uh, met a lot of good people along the way that have helped me to where I'm at right now. But here's the thing. Um, and eventually I'm gonna get to that place in my life where, where a situation's gonna come just looking at people right now I mean the thing is is we're always searching for answers we're always searching for answers in our life and a lot of the times we we can find them you talk about this pandemic right now you've got people out there that are losing people uh, loved ones you've got people out there that are, are financially really taking a hit and they will never recover and you know when we're always trying to to find something on the positive side of it you're not always going to find it um you some people and a lot of people actually might not come out of this situation better and that's okay like that's fine don't take it personally don't feel like you're a weak person because you don't just because jake has a situation or myself has a situation where we did come out of a bad situation and become better people but sometimes the cards are stacked against us pretty hard and we're searching for that well i don't know the golden key i guess to the situation or the the answer to the questions we have 
and sometimes you don't find them and I want to turn that a little bit on you Jake what are you going to tell those people that that are looking and and won't can't and won't find the answers they're looking for Mm -hmm. Um, I'm glad you asked Uh, two things came right to my mind one was we covered this entire topic on episode 17 being able to answer why and one thing we uncovered Mitch during that episode was not always being able to answer it you know with with some of life's hardships and and tough times that come up relationships that end people that come in and out of our life like you know when we lose people you know we're always asking why um sometimes it's 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 okay not to have the answer you know we we always want the answer and we crave it and sometimes we get it and sometimes you know i think it's important to realize that we may not get that answer and that's where we talked about leaving that space for for grace you know and and for faith um we're in a really tough time right now like you mentioned and it's gonna life's gonna change and and you know some of us are are gonna you know hopefully not but some of us may lose some people and and we may relationships may change and whatnot and and it's just having that hope and that grace and that faith um we're not going to be able to answer why possibly but i think it's important to to stay in line and in tune with that um Tough question, you know. We we always want to be able to answer things, but but um, I just think that sometimes um, there's a space where we we just can't. You know, uh, I don't think I brought this up during uh, episode 17 that you were talking about being able able to answer why. Why can't we settle on that we're able to answer why again? Like we're going to have another situation moving forward that we will be able to answer why we just feel like this is the end like this is the last stage that we're going to have and we're so fixated on that but guess what you do get to move forward not everyone can say that in a situation i mean there's a lot of we we always talk about death uh, on the podcast and we always look at those situations on well, what if I could do this, or what if I could do that? Or you look back on the last moments that you have and wish that you could do them better. Why don't we turn that upside down and say, you know what, we get to answer why again. We might not have an answer why to this thing, and it's pretty bad, and we're struggling, but we get to. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's. I think... We've touched on this briefly, but we can circle back around in in the sense that we get to answer why because time does its thing, and, and regardless of what we do, time keeps moving along. You know, we can't uh, we can't press pause. We can't um, put our life on hold and, and go back and change you know change any circumstances. We just can't. But regardless, we always have a choice to decide how to act and with that um with the tough times that we're in right now we get that opportunity because regardless of of what the pandemic does and how long we're in these social distancing rules and and kind of just the state of life that we're in right now well time is time is still moving you know it's it's the middle slash end of april right now you know and this started to come about in in early march so even just the time that's passed since this thing has started you know is is quite crazy it just time keeps moving and the the fact that we do get the opportunity to to continue to go on um 
we need to utilize that and, and hopefully make some, some good choices coming out of this. I like it. I appreciate your elaboration on mine. I was just throwing something out there and I think you hit the, the nail right on the head there. So before the end, we revisit past episodes and include reviews and questions from our audience. Uh, we read a few shout outs as well. Comments from our listeners is sponsored by a good friend of ours, Stephen Hilgeman. Uh, we're kind of getting to the end of the road there, but he's been a great sponsor through season two and we couldn't do it without him. So thanks Steve for, for all your help here. We're not going to read any uh, shout outs, but we sure like to, uh, basically he sponsors a majority of this episode as it was a ask me anything episode. Uh, so we do have some exciting news. Our next episode here on season two, our last one, and then we're going to switch up to season three. What is something you've given up on? What do you think of that one? That's going to be a doozy, man. <laughs> yeah, and there's some uh, some answers in there that are pretty eye-opening, so I'm I'm excited to – I'm not really excited. I'm just interested. I'm eager to, to dive into those a little bit more. But uh, that exciting news we've got, we're going to be joined on our next episode by Dana Dykehouse. Um, you know, I've met him a couple times. He came and presented in Waverly um, to our teachers, and then I met him out at – wild west leadership conference of a, a very generous guy um you know a lot of people might know him uh he's he's a big donor at uh, sdsu and actually has the football stadium named after him but what i've been really interested with him is just his demeanor i mean you meet the guy and you don't know what to expect i mean i mean obviously he's got some money but just his down-to-earth approach on everything, and he talks to you like you're an equal. And I just, I really enjoyed the two times I did get to talk to him, and I'm really looking forward to diving into some conversation with him, um, and and just asking him some questions from this season, Jake. Really looking forward to that conversation. Uh, to have a a guy of of his stature on, you know, Dana's done some incredible work. Um, you know, throughout the, the South Dakota region and to have him on as a guest and to pick his brain a little bit. Um, obviously a, a very successful man uh, who's made it far in life, but but is also very grounded, like you mentioned, down to earth and, and willing to have a conversation with us. Um, I'm just really, really excited and excited for our listeners to be able to um, dive in and, and be a part of that conversation and that experience, man. It's going to be a great time. Our last comments are brought to you by Dustin Rawl Raven with Hilliard. He provides commercial cleaning supplies to the folks around Watertown. He is dependable, personable, and will help you to keep your building clean. If you're interested in contacting him or want more information, shoot us an email at thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. So talking about our last comments, we're wrapping up on Season 2. Had a great episode of Ask Me Anything. We've got an awesome guest joining us next time. Jake, you want to wrap her all up? Just an, an amazing season. Thank you so much, guys. It was it was so much fun to to be able to just extend these conversations through the messages and emails and and passing by um, in the community. So I appreciate all of that. We we had some great conversations here in season two and and are going to look forward to it in season three. Um, please follow us and and interact with us. Uh, our Facebook page is the Little Things Podcast. Um, we're growing and extending on on that platform and and starting to reach new audiences and 
and um, continuing to have our content on there. So interact with us on there. Um, again, please be sure to rate and review us on whatever podcast app that you're listening to um, and send us an email anytime. That that really pushes these conversations forward and and uh, just lights a spark um, for Mitch and I. So our email is thelittlethings.mitchandjake at gmail.com. We love hearing from you and hope to hear from you guys soon. Tune in for the next episode where we're going to pick Dana Dykehouse's uh, mind a little bit on some things that make life meaningful. First Premier Bank, kind of one of the head honchos there, big donor at uh, SDSU, and overall a great human being. I'm excited to get talking to him. That will be the next episode on what uh, makes a meaningful life. It'll be episode 23, I believe, Jake? 23. This is Mitch and Jake signing out. This was a special presentation of The Little Things by Mitch and Jake. For more details on the podcast or the project, check out mitch-reed.com, itsjustjake.com, or purchase cardboard confessionals on Amazon. And remember, the first step to helping someone in need is understanding and appreciating what they are going through. Thank you for listening.